When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Who's going to do yeah. the goal kicking? That's the question. Stephen Donald striding forward. Yeah. Pointing to the posts. Confidently too, and I like that. Well, he has kicked 95 points. He scored 95 points. And Tess Rugby, here's his kick. And he's nailed it. Yeah, there it is. The man who won the World Cup for the All Blacks and... As Single-handedly. You know, you know, Badge, contractually, we have to play that every time we I chat to it. Stephen Donald. It annoys the crap I out of me. I wish I had a moment that I could play. I know. I In those two premierships, there wasn't a moment, Badge? Oh, the, no, the, the, best, the best moment is actually... For Penrith when they beat us in '91, and I missed a tackle, so I don't want to play. <laughs> we'll find that for next time. Is that another one we have to do? Uh, Stephen Donald Beaver, welcome to Sports Day. Yeah, g'day guys. I'm glad you got the memo about my contractual uh, <laughs> requirements when I come on Australian uh, radio. We realise you won't answer the phone if we don't. Yeah, got to do it. <laughs> hey, how good's uh, how, how good's tonight been? We've had Woody and now the Beaver. Like, all in the one yes. show tonight. We had Mark Woodford Woody, before. We, 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 yeah, our viewers are loving it. They're getting Woody. They're getting Beaver. <laughs> all, right. Happening. all right, mate. This is, this, you've, this is a new low for Across us. Across the line. Hey, listen, I want to play some audio to you, Badge, because you haven't heard. This is Beaver being controversial on his show. <laughs> Quite frankly, you don't have the kettle. Of the current regime, Corobiti, an informed hooper at the peak of his powers, and Karevi would be the only ones who would warrant a selection mention in the last 40 years of an Australian touring squad. 40 years? That's a big call. That's ruthless. Do, do, you want to take any, do you want to take any of that back while you're on Australian radio, mate, or do you <laughs> stick by that? Well, I'd say I'd stick by it, wouldn't I? You got oh, sorry, Nick White, actually. Nick White, he'd be another one. Yeah. So, so what, what are your thoughts on Eddie Jones becoming the Australian coach? I, I, so you're basically saying it's not going to help much. I mean, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but they can change the coach, but you don't think the Wallabies have got the cattle to be to improve, you know, enough as much as they need to. Well, I mean, I don't think it's massive revelation that the last, I don't know, you're probably looking at five to seven years. The stocks haven't been great in Australian rugby. You look at the super rugby teams, I guess, tight over the last few years. I mean, I'm not making things up to say that two years ago you won two out of 25 against Kiwi teams. Well, that's, that's never been a stat, you know. Mm. And uh, last year it was slightly better. But, I, I, you know, I've, I've, I mean, I've heard I've caused a bit of a ruckus over there, but I, I can't quite see what the issue was. I mean, you, you don't have a backline of a Greg and Larkin, Gato, Croft, who else do you want to name? You know, you just don't have it at the moment. Um, so I, I don't see... I mean, Eddie Jones, wonderful coach, don't get me wrong. And he's great for PR. He's Australia eating out of his hand again already. But Dave Rennie's a super coach, no doubt about it. And, you know, he did he did as, probably as good as anyone could have done with what was presented with him last year. I think, well, they go for about 50-odd players. So by the time you get, you know, you start to 
scrape down to that sort of number, any team would struggle. But, yeah, I just don't think, when you look back over years gone by, you haven't got the players falling off the trees like, you know, you, you had in, the time, in times gone by. Mm. So tell us a little bit more about Dave Rennie and, and his... We know he's got some good coaching credentials. It just didn't quite happen with the Wallabies. Did you see anything with his coaching there that, that could have been better or was it really about just just the talent at his disposal? Oh, no, I think, I mean, Rens won't have learned, left any stone unturned. So I'm sure he, he might go back and think, could have I done this differently? Could have done that differently? I mean, if he, if he had his time again, he might have not had so much faith in uh, some of the boys that he put out, put out against Italy. I yes. mean... That for, for Australia to lose to Italy, that's that's a big kick in the guts, you know, from mm. a team that still sees themselves certainly at the, at the at the top table, and Italy certainly isn't. So, if Rens had his time again, he might have said, right, I don't care, we're going to roll out the big guns for this as well, um, instead of giving guys an opportunity. But I guess Rens was working his way towards a World Cup plan, and he thought, well, I've got to try some of these guys sometimes because I've only got five Test matches next year. Mm. So. You can sort of understand that, but no, I mean not, not, not from a not from a style point of view. I think at times he tried to get back to this Australian style of yesteryear and of good back play, but you know they and they had to because they probably didn't have the forward packs to mix with the the Springboks or the England of the world. Are we expecting too much of our Wallabies? No, Aussies. No, I'm asking. Beaver. Oh, sorry. Are we expecting too much of our team, <laughs> well, <laughs> given that they are not, you know, a, a team full of world beaters? Well, it's a little bit like I mean, apart from the the stuff that got uh, clipped up and sensationalised that I said the other day, it's the same as us over here. Like, we haven't got our heads out of the fact that we still expect the All Blacks to win every Test match. Where the world's moved on in rugby, you know, and and it's and it's going to keep moving on. Where all of a sudden, if there's seven or eight teams that can beat anyone on their day now. I mean, give it another couple of years and you're going to have more again. And I guess we're struggling to deal with the fact that we don't win 95% of our test matches again. And I guess Australian rugby fans are struggling to probably comprehend that, you know, they're not in the top two or three, which they have been for all those golden decades, which the names I mentioned before, and you chuck Johnny Hills there and, oh. you know, the 99 World Cup and all yeah. of that sort of stuff. So, I mean, it's probably, probably fan bases who are probably struggling with it more than anything. But the reality is... You've now got you know a rugby championship down here with four teams. You can throw Argentina and they can knock off anyone. They proved that this year. Yeah. And then you've got all the home nations coming along. And, and you know, the scary thing is the things like Fiji and, and Samoa, especially Fiji, they're going to cause some heartache at this World Cup coming up too. So, um, yeah, I just think it's the reality of the rugby world now where, you, where Australia and New Zealand superpowers of yesteryear aren't just going to be foregone conclusions every time they run out there. I reckon it's, I don't know, do you think that this is just a coincidence? But do you think we really haven't been successful since we've had Eddie Jones as the coach of the Wallabies? I mean, what, what success have we had in the last 20 years? It's been, it's been poor. And I think, I think we're struggling to attract some players, Beaver, because we aren't successful, you know. And we've, we've gone through the way that yeah. we broadcast the games in Australia as well. It's behind a paywall, so we're not seeing it as much on our screens, I think once Australia can get back to being a little bit more successful, these players may come out of the woodwork and and want to play, you know, for the super rugby sides and also play uh, for the Wallabies. I reckon one of the biggest issues I saw with the Wallabies under Dave Rennie was our discipline. We gave away stupid yep. penalties all the time, particularly when we're in really good attacking areas. Do you think 
I, I, I don't know, because of his preparation and his attention to detail, do you think that'll be better under Eddie Jones? Yeah, well, I mean, you wouldn't want to cross Eddie, would you? No. If you, get it, if you, got, it, if you got it wrong. I mean, that really is. I mean, we, we talked about it on the show there a couple of mornings ago. I mean, you were a time-wasting penalty out of nowhere to be in the All Blacks in Melbourne. You uh, were probably... Was Nick White, was it Nick White who was Simbin when you had the Springboks on toast at the SCG or in their daytime game? There's another one there. Suddenly, if you have those two victories in your pocket, I mean, does it does it all look as bad? The discipline thing, I mean, teams go through that. You know, can you blame the coaches or can you just blame players that get getting to a level that under pressure go to that? I mean, you, but your point before where you hadn't been successful since Eddie, and, and I mean. There's so much that flows on from that. You talked about the TV deals. You talked about your Super Rugby team struggling. Like, obviously, we always hear the stories over here that, oh, you know, Angus Crichton chose league, or Caelan Ponga was a rugby player who yep. could have been rugby or chose league, and, and went that way. And Suiali from the Roosters, we all hear that. Cam Murray, and quite frankly, like if you, Ben Murray, and I mean, obviously, good players, but I mean, if you go and sneer one of them for a million bucks next year, is that gonna? Is that going to turn around Australian rugby? Well, we're going like, to snare four, apparently. A, I think Eddie hopes so. <laughs> yeah, there, there's, there's talk of four of well, them well, let's leaving look, look league and in, going to rugby. In the early 2000s when Matt Rogers and Wendell Sade and Lottie Takiri all went over, and they were you know, they, they were very strong at that point, weren't they? That, they yep. certainly helped them. I mean, I know yep. they, they would have had... But Matty yeah, had a bit absolutely. of a union background. Yeah, but the, and the thing was, too, that you had about three or four real strong super rugby teams who I remember yes. coming across and playing at the SFS, and there'd be you go on a Friday night, there'd be twenty five thousand there yeah. every time. Well, you go to Brisbane and it'd be thirty five thousand, half of the Kiwis, but you go and play at Sunday, <laughs> there'd be thirty five thousand there. And Canberra was always packed out. So, I mean, it's just if you're a young fellow growing up in Australia, you look at these games at the moment played in front of four or five thousand people because you know your super teams are struggling. What are you going to pick? Are you going to pick the Roosters or are you going to pick? You know, being a being Raiders. a Waratah or what? Probably Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> a, a, a Raiders, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew you meant that. If yeah. Peter don't want you. Hey, Beaver, uh, it, it was Dave Rennie just too nice of a coach? I've seen, I've tried, I've seen that um, commentary. The Dave Rennie I know is not too nice. That's that's uh, <laughs> that that I can certainly see. When I saw that comment, it did baffle me because. Um, he, he was known in his tenure in New Zealand around the Chiefs as running the hardest ship there was in New Zealand rugby as far as the super franchises go. So, and as far as brutality at training, like, I mean, <laughs> there, there are always people trying to nip the training regime in the bud because Tuesdays and Thursdays, our afternoon sessions were ridiculous. So I couldn't imagine it was too nice. Um, but then again, hey, maybe, maybe he had guys that he thought that he couldn't push too hard because he didn't want them, you know, maybe he saw something in them that thought, I just can't push these guys as hard as someone else or, you know, younger guys. Cause, I mean, you've got to say he's had a lot of young guys in key positions at times, mm. and you can't put the blowtorch on them internally all the time if you expect them to then go out and perform carefree and play what they see on the weekend, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, look, I think one thing we've decided uh, in Australia – uh, no more Kiwi coaches for us. I think we've we've done our dash. We haven't <laughs> we haven't so. we haven't we haven't even recovered from Robbie Deans. He 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 caused all this mess. So no more Kiwi coaches. And is it true we're starting? Well, where does Thorny sit in this? 
Oh, you know, he, he's, he's, uh, he'll be okay. He's he'll part be right. Aussie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. The good Just part's kidding. Aussie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he'll be, he'll be fine. Hey, um, now I'm hearing a rumour over here, mates, uh, that you're putting together a campaign, uh, Beaver for PM. Is this true with Jacinda Ardern? <laughs> Resigning? <laughs> the wife has just told me about it, so it shows how much I keep up with current affairs. But, yeah, big news over here today, apparently. It was found out. Will you have a crack at the top job? True or false? <laughs> uh, completely false. Couldn't think of anything worse. I'm, uh, and I'd be too I'd be too much of a loss for the run home on uh, SNZ. Ah, oh, yeah, true. Good point. Plus yeah. a pay cut. You're as clever yeah, as we so. thought. <laughs> so, that'll hurt as well. All right, Stephen Donnell, yes, does drive uh, with Kirsty on the run home uh, on SENZ. You can hear that on the SEN app. Um, mate, listen, we appreciate your time. We know you've had a, a bit of an operation today, so we do appreciate that. And um, we'll see you at the World Obviously Cup. Obviously, you're not expecting the uh, Aussies to, to win the World Cup then. Well, no, you know the, so, one of the things he doesn't like? Eddie Jones knows how to beat the All Blacks. Oh. And they're terrified, Badge. <laughs> and he's admitted the All Blacks are at a bit of a low point. That's so right. Bang, we got him. Got him. And you've got a soft board of the semifinals. Granted, you will be in the semifinals. <laughs> there you go. It's all coming yeah, together, excellent. Badge. All coming together. Beaver, <laughs> thanks for your time on Sports Day, mate. Cheers, guys. See ya. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And don't forget, you can listen to Sports Day every day from Monday to Thursday, 6 p.m. or 5 p.m. Queensland time.